Welcome to the show, everyone. It is your host, Brandon Hagel, alongside Connor Moffitt with your Mountville Fantasy Football League podcast. We missed you guys last week. Yeah, no pod last week. Had a little bye week for us, but now we're back and better than ever. We'll get you guys all caught up in the last two weeks around the league, talk about everything going on now. It's very exciting time around halfway through the regular season in the Mountville Fantasy Football League. So let's let's get into this one and have a great episode today. All right, so we'll uh, do a quick recap of week five, which was would have been last week's podcast. Um, so we had Chosen Ones and the Bandits, uh, dominating victory for the Chosen Ones, 128-67. Yeah, that was a blowout there. The Bandits moved to 0-5 after that one. Um, that was kind of like the best versus worst team blowout there. Nothing much to talk about. Bandits' pathetic performance. Uh, Land Sharks versus TV Remote. Land Sharks took that one 139 to 119. Um, Land Sharks continued their success so far in the North Division uh, for the last three years, really. Yeah, they're they're playing really well. Um, obviously, I don't want to spoil anything about the Week Six yet because we're talking about Week Five. But uh, then we got Pennsylvania and Playboys. Uh, Pennsylvania with a close win over Playboys, 109 102. Yep, then Red Rose is defeated Money Longer in a big-time matchup, 126-105. to And rounding out the week in a close, the highest-scoring battle, actually, Mooson takes down C-Strike, 138-130. to So that was week five. Not going to talk much about that. We're going to go right to week six. So this past week, the Bandits get their first win of the year, defeating Wensylvania, 116-103. to Let's go, Bandits, baby. Get their first win of the year. Yeah, Impressive performance from them. Um, Pennsylvania had some uh, trash talking going on there early on uh, Sunday. Thought they had it in the bag, but couldn't pull through and get the win. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers, two points. That is crazy. Matt Ryan had 35-36. Pennsylvania um, had Aaron Rodgers scoring two. So that that wasn't um, that difference is too much for them to make up there at the quarterback position. Bandits finally getting that first win, moving to one and five. Pennsylvania moving to two and four. And then for the next match, we got Playboys and Land Sharks. Um, pretty bad performance from both teams, I'd say. I mean, the Playboys, you don't expect much because they're without their top two running backs. Um, but they came away with a close win this week, ninety to eighty-one. Yeah, very bad performance. Both teams. The lowest two scoring teams in the league this week, so that that's extremely lucky for the Playboys. The only team they would have beaten is the Land Sharks, so big lucky win for them, which makes them both four and two on the year and tied atop the North Division. So that was a big time matchup there, except for the score didn't really reflect it with a low scoring battle. Um, next up, we have Money Longer versus TV Remote, the sole crossover game, another low scoring game here, only 103 to 92. Money Longer takes that one. TV Remote drops their fifth straight game, one and five, and Money Longer improves to three and three. And then we had Moosin versus the Chosen Ones, a shootout battle here, 134 to 122. Moosin wins their fourth straight game. After, no, did he win four straight? Yeah. <laughs> four yeah, straight started games. 0-2. Started 0 and 2, yes. Four in a row for Moosin. Um, playing phenomenally, beats the number one ranked Chosen Ones team. Uh, who only put up 122, which was their season low so far, I believe, maybe, because they were out averaging like 150. So obviously still 122, a good week, but not the, the numbers they've been putting up. And then the last matchup of the week, we had the Red Roses and Sea Strike. 
And uh, Red Roses come away with a dominating victory, 149 to 95. Yeah, Red Roses have the most points this week, putting up 150 points. Uh, CSJ, a little disappointing. Red Roses, the sole best record in the league now, moving to 5-1. and C-Strike moves to 2-4, and four, and that's not a good sign in that South Division. So those were the Week 6 uh, matchups. We had some Bandits getting their first first victory, so no winless teams anymore. Um, chosen One's getting upset. If you want, want to call it an upset, Mooson's a very good team, looking good. Um, Playboys beating the Land Sharks, kind of an upset there, but... Um, pretty solid week in week six. Yeah. Uh, all right. So now let's take a look at how the schedule, I mean, the, uh, standings are looking because we are six weeks in, we're about halfway through the regular season in the Mountville fantasy football league. Let's see, see how the standings are looking in both divisions and how things might shake out for the rest of the year. So in the North, we have the Playboys and Land Sharks. Sitting at four and two, they're leading the leading the North Division. The Playboys are in first because of the tiebreaker. They have seven hundred twenty-five points instead of Land Sharks uh, seven hundred and eight. So Playboys first, Land Sharks second, but tied record. Then a two-game drop-off here for the third place, Pennsylvania at two and four, and then we have tied for last at one and five, TV Remote and the Bandits. Um, bandits are in last because the points for those two bad weeks. So when you look at this North conference, obviously we know it's the weaker of the two by far. You got three teams under 500. Um, the playoff team getting at two and four right now. Uh, what can we expect here for the rest of the year? You think in the North? Um, well, I wouldn't say, I mean, they obviously still have some divisional games there, but I know for the playboys, land sharks and TV remote, I'm pretty sure sh- I know they all all three of them play the Red Roses um, in weeks 10, 11 and 12. And then I believe the chosen ones play those three teams towards the end of the year as well. So, I mean, that's going to be tough for them. But I mean, they still have the divisional games that they can come away with. And that's going to determine playoff seeds. Yeah, I think um, at this point, Playboys and Landsharks, do you think are a lock for the playoffs in the north? Yeah. I would say. Uh, I would say pretty much. I think Landshark, I've been saying, I think they're definitely a lock. Uh, Playboys with some of those injuries, there's a chance they might slip. They're two games up at that. Well, actually, three games up with the teams they would need to beat out. So pretty substantial lead there for them and the most points for. So I would think those two are pretty much locked for the playoffs. And it comes down to that third spot between Pennsylvania TV and Bandits. So it was a big win for the Bandits to keep that gap within one game there. Um so, yeah, I think it's down to those three teams fighting for the last spot and Landsharks and Playboys should be um, the one and two seeds, I would think. And I'm expecting the Landsharks to get that one seed. Yeah, I would uh, agree with that. And then I think you said the three teams. I personally think it would only be the Bandits in Pennsylvania just because TV remote, they've been struggling the past five weeks. Yeah, they came out week one and everyone was shocked. But, I mean, I don't think they're going to win any more honestly yeah i would agree with that too i think although they're in fourth right now i think it would be coming down to Pennsylvania and bandits so we'll we'll keep track of that one um and now in the south the superior conference it's a dogfight down there we have a five and one red roses team in first place in the south and the entire league first place uh only one lost team and then we have tied for second the chosen ones and moosen remember moosen just took them down this past week but they're both four and two now 
Uh, the chosen ones have the most points for in the entire league, so they have the tiebreaker there. They're standing in second, Moose in third. And then in fourth place at three and three, we have Money Longer. And in last place in the south at two and four is the Sea Strike. So what are we thinking here about the South? Obviously, the way better conference. If you look at it, C-Strike at 2-4 and four, and their points four, they would be uh, in the playoffs in the North at the, at the 3C. But instead, they're in dead last there all alone in the South. Um, talked about it all year so far. I mean, we know it's the superior conference, but what do you, what do you expect to happen here as we get into the second half of the season in the South? Um, I think C-Strike's the outlier here, I think. If they lose this week, I think they're completely done and have no chance of making the playoffs. If they win this week, I could see still them having a chance, but I think it's going to come down to just the Red Roses, the Chosen Ones, Moose, and Money Longer. Those four teams, um, and anything can happen. Like The Red Roses are top right now, but they have a tough three-game schedule coming up here. They have Moose in here in Week 7, and then the Chosen Ones back-to-back, so... If they lose three straight just like that, they could be out of the playoffs. Yeah, these next three weeks or so are going to be huge for every team. Um, it's really the time to move and we'll see how we're going to get set up for down the stretch. Um, something interesting here with the C-Strike, we talked to them the other night, uh, their owner, and he was telling us a little bit about, so right now he's 2-4, and four, last in the South, and um, these next three weeks, say he only goes 1-2 and two or maybe 0-3, oh and three, um, then you got to look at tanking, to be honest, or trying to look at better draft picks there because he knows in the South that with those other great teams, to get in the playoffs, you're going to have it probably 7-6, and 8-5 and five record, I would think. Yeah. I think my, my prediction, I think, is was 7-6, and six, maybe 8-5. and five, I forget which one, but one of those to make the playoffs. So if he goes 2-7 and seven or even 3-6 and six maybe, that's going to be very tough. He have to win out. So wouldn't it be the worst thing to start thinking about tanking, but that's that's how crazy he is in the South. Because if he was in the North, he'd be in great shape. So, very interesting to keep an eye on the C strike in his next few games. They're very important for him. Uh, he's on a three game losing streak after being two and one. This is the third longest active streak in the league right now. You have the TV remote at the longest with a losing streak of five, and then the Moose and have a winning of four. But after those two, the next biggest streak is the C strike's loss of three. So. Um, he needs to get back on track here or else it's going to be too late in that conference. Yeah, I agree 100%. So, and then Money Longer, one of the preseason favorites. They're not even in the playoffs right now either. I think we're going to find a lot out about the South coming up here um, shortly because that's going to be a dogfight. Like you said, the back-to-back weeks of uh, the Red Roses and Chosen Ones going yeah. at it, those will be huge for the one seed in the South probably. Um, I think it's going to come down to um, – Money longer, and Moosin maybe for that for that three seed unless Rose, the Red Roses kind of fall there because I think I think the chosen ones make it for sure they've had yeah. a great uh, season so far. Yeah, I would agree with that. Um, I mean, although anything can happen, like they lost Dak Prescott, so I mean yeah, that true. could be a big change for them. Yeah, very interested to see what happens in that South Conference. So competitive, we know. Um, so these next three weeks are huge for that conference. Yeah. All right, so let's take a look at uh, Week 7 matchups. So we got Land Sharks in Pennsylvania. Um, do you just want to do our predictions now? Yeah. Uh, yeah, let's talk about it a little bit first and give your predictions. So right. I think 
in this matchup. It's a big, another a North battle here. Uh, Landsharks trying to bounce back after a bad performance, really. Lowest scoring in the league after a team, at a, uh, from a team you don't expect to put up that kind of numbers. Their wide receivers were very bad, which is supposed to be their strong suit. I think they get a good bounce back here. Um, this is important for that one seed for them. They got to get back on the winning track. And Pennsylvania has to get a win here to try to hold on to that um, third spot. So that's a really big game there in the north. Yeah, it definitely is. I think I personally think the Land Sharks will win that one. Yeah, I'm, if I'm picking, I'm picking the Land Sharks too. But a very, very big game there that might be a little underrated. Um, next, we got a crossover matchup with Sea Strike and Playboys. Sea uh, Strike, a big favorite this week. Um, I mean, this one will be interesting. This will be like because Sea Strike's the worst in the South. And Playboys is best in the North, so we'll have to see what happens. Yeah, this is one of those games where worst versus the best, but I think the worst team in the South is favored over the best team in the North. So that's crazy how how that is. But I think that this is one of the games for C-Strike. It's a must-win. It really is a must-win. And you got to get those wins against the North teams when you got them because if not, you're playing the gauntlet of the South. Like If, not, if he's not playing a North team, he's going against either the Red Roses, Money Longer, Mooson, or the Chosen Ones. Like That is rough. So he's got to get these crossover wins when he has a chance. So I think this is a must-win for the C-Strike. Not as much of a must-win for the Playboys. I think, I think the C-Strike take that one in a big win. Yeah, I agree. What a huge game there. And then uh, next we got Bandits and TV Remote, battle of the two worst teams in the league. Um, I think the Bandits should probably win this one. Uh, TV Remote, years down the road, I think they'll be solid. Yeah, so battle of the worst here, 1-5 and five against 1-5. and five. But like we said, both very alive, one game back at the playoff spot. I think um, the Bandits are going to try to get on a roll here. They won their first game after struggling to an 0-5 start. Um, beat Pennsylvania, which is one of the teams they needed to beat. And now this is another one they're fighting for that playoff spot with. I may go out there and hopefully, um, as the owner, obviously, hopefully we can get that win. But I think they win that game, win two in a row, get on a little streak here, and then TV Remote continues to fall. They played week one, and TV Remote got the best of him in the upset. So um, looking for a big bounce back and revenge game there for the Bandits. But very important as well. I think this week is a very, very important week all around. So, big matchup there between the two worst. Looking for that uh, third spot in the North. Yeah, I agree. Not only is this like the halfway point of the regular season for the league, but they're also every single matchup has a big impact on how the rest of the season can go. Yeah, for sure. Definitely huge implications on this week. And for the next match, we got Red Roses and Moosin. Probably the matchup of the week, I would say. Moosin on that four-game win streak, like you said. And Red Roses, best team in the league right now, 5-1. and one. So I think this one will be a nail-biter. Yeah, I think I have to agree here. It looks like the game of the week. Um, best in the league versus the hottest team in the league. Um, and Moosin, do they hand the one loss to the Red Roses, you said? Or yeah, no? they did. Yeah, so a revenge game for the Red Roses. The only team to knock them off so far. Um, should be a very tight game. Very interested to see this one. Game of the week. Huge for that one seed in the South, or even the playoff picture in the South, because no one's safe um, in that in that conference. So another huge game. All these games are big. I'm really excited for this week. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think in this one, I th- I'm going to go with Moose tonight. I, can, I think they continue their hot streak, to be honest. I think they win five straight and tie up um, the Red uh, Roses for uh, first place. See, I'm going to have to uh, disagree. I think as the Red Roses owner, I think 
We're going to come away with a big win this week. Get that revenge. Yeah. Just like Moosing got that revenge on the Chosen Ones last week. They played them week one, lost by 60, and came out and beat them last week. So yeah. I think the Red Roses will uh, come away with this win. All right. And then the last matchup of the week, another great matchup here between the Chosen Ones, who are the probably the best power-ranked team so far, putting up the most points, playing very good football out there. Um, versus Money Longer, the preseason favorite. Struggling a little bit, 3-3 three and three in the South. Big-time matchup here. Yeah, I agree. This is going to be a great one, along with Red Roses and Moose. And, um, I could see this one going either way, honestly. I, I personally think I'm going to go with Money Longer. I'm going to go with an upset here. Yeah, um, I don't know. This game could go either way. You're right. I think Dak Prescott being out for the year hurts the chosen ones, but other than that, their lineup is nearly flawless. It's crazy. Um, who's their quarterback? They're starting now. Um, I think they're starting Daniel Jones this week. If it's Daniel Jones again, yeah, that's. An, I feel like that's an issue. Like either him or Garoppolo. That's definitely the weak spot of their roster now. Maybe they'll make a move to try to get a quarterback there because clearly they're a contender. They're one of the favorites. Um, they might need to help their quarterback position up. And you hear about Josh Jacobs? Yeah, that's what I was just gonna say. I mean, that sucks for the chosen ones because the entire offensive line for the Raiders um, is now on the COVID list. So they will all be out. So you almost think, will Josh Jacobs have a, like, will he still play fine with all um, linemen in his backups? I mean, we'll have to find out, but I think that could actually have a big impact on the game too. Yeah, it could because Jonathan Taylor is on the bye there. So running back position, um, which is usually very good for the chosen ones, could be hurt a little bit. But then Christian McCaffrey's still out. Um, I think if I'm taking a team, I think I'd take the chosen ones in this one. Their lineup just very talented, not too much of a weakness other than the quarterback. Um, so I, I think I'm going to go with them, especially with uh, McCaffrey out for for money longer. Yeah, and I like I said, I'm going to go money longer. Um, I've been pretty good at predicting upsets this whole year. I. I remember the one I said, Pennsylvania. Oh, who was it? I forget who it exactly was, but I remember I predicted that one. Pennsylvania over Playboys, maybe it was, I think. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. So there's been a couple, but I'm going to say money longer. Yeah, this really is a huge week. Uh, week seven, the midway point kind of um, over the midway point, featuring five big-time matchups, every single team still in it. A um, few teams must win games. Should be a very, very big-time week. And now we're going to give you guys a little quick segment here to end the show. Um, game called What is More Likely to Happen? I'm going to give you guys – well, I'm going to give you, Brandon. I'm going to give you some questions here in different scenarios, um, playoff-based, and you're going to tell me what is more likely to happen in the league. So we're going to start out in the north. What is – oh, north and south – what is more likely to happen? The third playoff team in the North to be a 5-8 and eight or worse record or in the South, an 8-5 and five record not getting into the playoffs? What is more likely to happen there? Uh, definitely the 5-8 and eight record up North. That division is terrible. Um, and I wouldn't be surprised. It may not even be 5-8. and eight. It could be 4-9, uh, 3-10. and 10. I mean, we really don't yeah, know. But- so- I, I would agree with you on that one. I think an 8-5 and five record in the South 
would most likely get in. I know last yeah. year it did not, which was very rare. I don't see that happening this year. I know it's very tight. I think a seven and six might not get you in, but I think if you go eight and five, you're getting in the South. But yeah, I agree with you there. Five and eight, I think definitely has a chance, a good chance to get you in the playoffs in the North. All right, next up, um, what is more likely to happen here? Will C-Strike finish with a better record than the North Division winner? Which one's more likely, C-Strike better record or the North champion better record? Uh, I think I'm going to have to go with the North uh, champ better record just because C-Strike's already 2-4 and four and is two, game back, two games back already. So I definitely will go with the, the uh, North champ there. All right. Next up, what is more likely? Will TV remote not win one more game the rest of the year? All right, after losing five straight, winning his first, well, what's more likely, him to not win one more game the rest of the year or to see any other team win out the rest of the year? Um, I personally think TV remote not winning another game. Uh, Instead of all the other teams, have like any, any of the nine other ones could win out. Yeah, that's how bad they are. All right, even though they're in the North going against some – Bad competition with the Pennsylvania with Pennsylvania Bandits, Playboys. You think they have a better chance to lose out than any other team has to win out? Although the Bandits could be right with them there. <laughs> All right, so TV remote, <laughs> watch out. <laughs> All right, well the last one here. What is more likely to happen? Will it be Money Longer, the favorite, missing the playoffs, or the Bandits? What was the second or third play uh, favorite this year? Them missing the playoffs. Who's more likely to miss the playoffs out of these two contenders who are struggling this year? The Bandits or Money Longer? Uh, this is a tough one here because the Bandits, that brutal division, anything can happen there. Uh, one game back on Pennsylvania, and it seems like they're just terrible. But I'm going to probably have to go with Money Longer just because how competitive that South is. So Money Longer more likely to miss the playoffs. Correct. Okay, wow, that's very interesting. I think I think I might agree there just because how much better the South yeah. is. If if the South wasn't um this good, I would definitely say the bandits not making the playoffs. Like if one of the two teams was switched from the south to the north, but I mean, yeah, I'm definitely gonna go with money longer missing them. All right, one more here, one more. Um what is more likely? The Playboys, the number one team in the in the north, dropping out of the playoffs? And not making it this year, or the number one seed in the South, the Red Roses at five and one, not making the playoffs this year. What do you think about that one? Um, definitely the Red Roses, just because, like I said, how good the South is. The North is terrible. Um, I've said it enough, but I'll keep saying it every single episode because it is terrible. But I definitely will go with the Red Roses, just because right now Money Longer's out of the playoffs, but is only two games back on the Red Roses. So definitely that. All right, so as you can tell, we're really big on the South. Not so much the North after a horrible performance this past week and pretty much every week. This week, this past week was bad, though. Have you, did you see those scores from the North? Yeah, it was not good. And the Bandits were the highest-scoring team in the North this year, yeah, which, in it, the, this um, week. Not, you can't expect too much, though, coming from those teams. I mean, Landsharks, definitely, I'd say they're the best team. It's really bad up there. It's... I mean, even then, they're, they're looking down. Yeah, so feel bad for those South teams, but both competitive divisions in their own way. So 
Very exciting time here in the Mountville Fantasy Football League. We told you guys these are some must-win games, huge games this week and for the next few weeks. So make sure you're sticking around and um, really following this league because it's going to be getting very interesting very soon around here. Yep, and I think that does it for today, Connor. You got anything else to say? No, um, we'll be back next week. I know we missed last week, but um, not planning on missing anymore. So next week, come back to see how these games turned out. And um, we'll get some more segments in here for you guys. Uh, we're going to try to interview another owner next week, too. So um, thanks for tuning in, guys. Uh, we'll see you next time. Yep, see you next time.